Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Basic. I'm Danielle, I am your host, and I'm going to make this intro super short this week for many, many reasons. Uh, The first of which, and this is a vulnerable moment right now, I just kind of had a little panic attack about something that I don't really want to get into right now, but um, I ended up having a whole conversation with Noah about getting in my own way and being in my own way, and I really need to work on that. I know I've talked about it a lot. Um, there's so much pressure to be perfect. There's so much pressure to do all of the things and do them the right way and not make mistakes. And part of the reason I had like a little mini panic attack is because I made a mistake, which is human, which is a thing. And, you know, Noah and my mom were talking me off of a cliff, of course. And, um, I'm sure like in a few days I will feel better about the situation, but, it's just one of those things where you feel like you should have known better or you should have done something differently. And this is definitely a different kind of intro here, um, vulnerable and real, but that's what I try to be. I try to be real. And actually, ironically, in this week's interview, I interview Keisha Rose, who actually works with me on the radio. And she talks a lot about just being real and just living with purpose and living authentically. And throughout our conversation, I really learned a lot from her about how to just embrace who you are and just not let things bother you. She talks a lot about just being real, finding your passions, and just trying to inspire others and inspire yourself. And so bringing it back to me getting in my own way a lot, um, it's just that I need to forget about the bullshit, really. Forget about the bullshit. Um, And I don't really do that a lot. And I blame myself a lot for mistakes, for things I should have known. I should have done better. I should have done more. Keisha and I actually talk about that a little bit as well, about how we both overthink things and feel like we should have done more and should have done better. Um, So that's kind of where I'm feeling it right now, where my little panic attack came from. Um, So that's kind of why I wanted to keep this intro on the shorter side, because it's just real life, not every day, every week is going to be good or is going to have all sunshine and rainbow moments. And so that's where we're at. It's life. It's real life. It's been a hard year. It's been a weird year. Um, It's just been a weird life. Not not to be dramatic, but also I'm a little dramatic, so it's fine. Um, And my basic of the week is actually working out. I did start a six-week summer challenge um, where I have to work out and drink water and go for walks and it's only been a few days but it's been really good for my mental health and I'm really trying to focus on creating good habits and part of that is going to be getting out of my own way and letting things go more. If I make a mistake, just let it go. I have to move past it. Um, So that's part of the summer challenge, although obviously the other part is to feel good and feel confident and feel healthy for summer. Not necessarily saying that if you don't do a summer challenge, you can't wear a bikini because that's stupid, okay? If you have a body, you have a bikini body, period. Um, More for me, it's just a focus on physical and mental health and strength. And so I'm really excited about that. Um, I've been doing Pure Bar more, which I really, really love. I've started this challenge, which is more weightlifting, which I've always admired people who do that because it's so cool and you feel so strong. So 
trying to do that as well. So working on my physical health, working on my mental health and letting myself make the mistakes and move on past them, especially if I'm having multiple people telling me that it's fine, that mistakes happen or that other people have done those things and it's fine. And so, yeah, I need to let myself not feel that pressure and I'm not letting myself feel the pressure of trying to look a certain way for the summer. I want to feel better and I'm trying to really make that an all-encompassing thing. So that being said, super, super quick intro this week because that's where we're at. That's how I'm feeling. Um, If you have ever made a mistake, ever felt stupid for doing something or not doing something or not listening or whatever, you are not alone. Uh, We are human. And I need to learn to get out of my way and to let myself be and to just focus on bettering myself. And whether that is with my workout challenge, whether that is with trying to work on my perfectionism tendencies, whatever it may be, Um, the panic attack is over, the little panic attack. Uh, I'm still upset about the situation, but I'm really trying to almost like daily affirmation in a sense but like every hour at this point tell myself it's fine tell myself it's okay tell myself that I didn't make the biggest of mistakes in the entire world because grand scheme of things it's really not that big of a deal um there were other factors that probably would have been at play uh you're probably wondering what this is about if you uh know then you know but um Maybe once I've moved past this, we can talk about it a little bit. Anyway, that all being said, I hope that you are moving on to better things and that you are getting out of your own way if you're in it. If you're not in it, please give me the tips about how to get out of the way. Do you drive? Do you rollerblade? Do you run? I'm really working on running. That's a thing too. Um, Just let me know how we do that and um how I should move forward from these little instances of what the fuck, Danielle. Yeah, because right now I'm thinking what the fuck, Danielle. So anyway, that being said, like I said earlier, Keisha Rose joins me in this week's interview. It's really, really fun. She is on Star on the radio with me. She's also a flight attendant. She's also been an actress and she's a makeup artist and she does so many amazing things. And we have such a good conversation about finding your passion and being yourself and living with purpose. And I think that that is so amazing and we can learn so many lessons from that. So all of that being said, I hope that you are ready to get back to basic with Keisha. Keisha, how are you? Hi, Danielle. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's so good to see you, to talk to you. It's been so, so long. Thank you for coming on Back to Basic. I'm so excited to talk with you and have people learn more about you. I really want you to tell us who you are and what Keisha is all about. Okay. Well, hello, everyone. Um, my name is, well, my name is Nikisha Smith, but I go by Keisha Rose, and that is a radio name that I have adapted. Keisha has always been a nickname growing up for me. And Rose is like my family name. So it's just kind of like my title. I have I wear many, many hats as Danielle knows. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm never in just one thing. 
So I actually am a flight attendant. I've been a flight attendant for over seven years now, which is crazy how wow. time flies. Long time. Right? I'm like, wow, like it's crazy how time just flies by, especially with the pandemic year. Like that that year doesn't even count. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. Like, don't count that yeah. towards my years. Exactly. So yeah, so I'm a flight attendant. I also have been on the radio at Star 99.9 for over four years now. So I've been in and out with media and aviation. And I just love being able to collaborate and bring those two worlds together because it's not really um, something that you see often on television or even on social media. So I just love being able to share both of the, both of those experiences. No, I mean, it's, yeah. they're two such different areas too, which is so fun because you literally have your hand in like, like opposite worlds almost. Yeah. Definitely, completely. Flight attendant came first, radio came next. Um, You and I met because we're on the same radio station. Uh, Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell me, because we never had this conversation before and everyone has a different story. How did you get started in radio? Like, how did this happen? So I was actually in the mall during... um during the holiday season, you know, as you know, we do promos and we'll, yeah. we'll set up events throughout the, the state of Connecticut. And so they were there and I was just like, hey guys, how's it going? And they actually asked me to, um, they said I have a very good voice. And I've, it's funny because I've always been, <laughs> I've always been really self-conscious of my voice. Like, I mean, you see how I'm getting timid as I'm even talking about no, it? No, why? Um, really? Yeah. So fun fact about me, I had a list growing up. The way I got rid of it was my mother, um, she's originally from the island of Jamaica, and so she was a teacher there for many, many years, and she always taught me how to speak, you know, articulate myself, and just to, you know, make sure that I slow down, because I still talk really fast, and I'm working on it, but my list, she was like, if you're going to work in entertainment, you cannot have that impediment, and it wasn't anything that was super severe, but it bothered me because I knew I had it. So but like, honestly, big... you would have no idea. You have such a good voice. You're so clear and you really do. You do, like you articulate like so well. So you would have no yeah. idea. And you know what? To all those bullies, it's kind of like, fuck you. Like, mm-hmm. Look at me loud. Right. Yes. Look at me. Look at me. Okay. I'm on the radio. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, uh, so I met them in the mall. They wanted me to, you know how they'll be like, oh, happy holidays from this city. Whatever. Oh yeah. So yeah, so they wanted me to do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, I went to school for this. This is nothing. So I like read it and they were like, oh my God, like we love your voice. You would be great on air. And I was like, okay. So I literally got their um their card. I emailed them and within a week I was offered a position. That's incredible. <laughs> oh my, that's literally yeah. like one of those like model stories where they're like in the mall and then you like you get scout. You got scouted to be on the radio. How cool is that? Not many people can say that, honestly. I know, it's, I look back at it. I'm like, wow, I need to like pat myself on the back because, you know, you forget how many like milestones you've crossed in your life. And you're like, man, you feel like you're not doing anything, especially during the pandemic. You're like, what am I doing with my life? But then you look back and you're like, wow, I'm shit. Yes, (laughs) yes. You know, so you have to just remind yourself, give yourself pep talks. Um, And that's honestly a great segue into what I've been doing throughout my quarantine throughout this entire year and a half that we've been going through Ugh, this or I can't believe it's been yeah, that long it's been, it's been like a, yeah I've been over a year because it happened yeah. in March last year right <laughs> it was it's it, it was is <sighs> it's just it has hit everybody in such different ways and it's been wild I mean like I'm grateful that it's like kind of introduced like zoom like we're able to chat now and connect like a lot easier which is great but like I miss being in studio or miss seeing you and seeing people so it's been wild um yeah I am curious what have you been doing during this time so as a flight attendant 
I was literally in hotel rooms more than I was in my own bed. Right. You know, I was yeah. always away. I never really, I had a, a great rhythm. You have to kind of make it work for you. But I got used to being on the road so much and it's I was stuck. Yeah. <laughs> so I would get a schedule of flights for the following, like the way it works, they'll give us a schedule a month in advance. Okay. So I would get my schedule for April. And then it would just slowly, like, I would just watch it, like, go canceled, 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 canceled. Like, uh, in a movie. It was yeah. just, like, it just, like, a rolling effect. And I was like, oh, my God, all my flights are canceling. So then I didn't fly all of April. Oh, my God. Same thing, I got my schedule for May. I was like, oh, we're going to still have flights. It's just going to be reduced. Then May canceled. Like, it just kept on happening. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And then by June, they were like, okay, we're going to have to just, like, really, like, we have too many people um, on staff. We're going to have to offer leaves or early retirement. So they started offering all these packages Wow. for people. Yeah. So it became like a decision I had to make. Do I try to fly and then get another canceled schedule? Um, or do I take a leave or do I take an early retirement, you know, package? Yeah. It was so many different options. Oh my so God, it kind of so like stressful. hit you all at once. Yeah. Oh, girl. It was. And you're young, so you're like retirement. Like I don't even know. Yeah. Like, and so many industries were hit so hard, but like the travel industry, like hospitality and everything, that mm-hmm. just. I mean, I, I like seeing now that it's starting to slowly like get back to where it was, but it's that was rough. I can't imagine how that felt. It definitely was something that I never thought about. I never Ever. thought coming. Yeah. I, no one. No one did. Yeah. You know. So I was like, okay. Well, I didn't want to retire early because the stipulations were like, if you took that package it was like a buyout you wouldn't be able to be reconsidered for un- for employment like at all with the company wow, wow. so I was like all right take it and leave but don't yeah. on coming back so I was like okay well that's not gonna work because I love flying and um and so I took the three months and so I didn't get back until so it was June July August so September 1st was the day that they would return so those three months felt like hell Uh, I'm sure (laughs) because one it was the summertime yeah two my birthday's in June and I was just like what am I I can't I go on vacation every year for my birthday and I'm like I can't even go anywhere but I think people never really think about people who work in the travel industry because it was all about the uh people who worked in healthcare that were affected the most which of course I have all my aunts are nurses and I have a lot of people in healthcare in my family, so I highly respect them. You think about the mental impact it has on people who work in the travel industry, and you think about the rest of the world. Most people work nine to five, and they come home every night to their home, to their family, to their bed. So as much as I love my bed and I miss my bed, I was getting tired of my bed. Yeah. <laughs> I was tired of seeing my room, the four walls of my room, and it was just like, I, you know, it was just very depressing. Yeah. But... I am not one to stay in my emotions. So I definitely was like, okay, I have to find a way to cope. So I ended up um, getting into my fitness journey, which I've always been pretty fit, but I kind of fell off for a bit, especially when I was traveling a lot and I was eating terribly. (laughs) Which I mean, you know what, you're traveling. Sometimes you have to just like enjoy it. You know, you got to enjoy the food. Like if you're in Italy, are you not going to have pizza? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like wine in Europe. Come on. Yeah. Come on now. Like, yeah. wine a year for the whole ball game. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. I walk my dog every day, which she loves because she got to see me every day. Like, that was the one thing that I was really Aww. grateful for. And then I started running with her. And then after a while, I started going to run the track. 
Nice. Uh, I, I was never a runner. I have asthma. And running was always like a struggle for me. I can do weight training, everything else, conditioning. But when it comes to running and hard cardio, ooh, it's a struggle. So I made that a mission of myself, of my own, to be able to run and be able to pick up my endurance and my stamina. And I was able to do that for like six days a week. Nice. I ran like six days a week, like consistently. And I got stronger. I was losing weight. But not only that, but it was something that helped me mentally cope with being away, yeah. not being able to travel. Yeah. So that was one thing that I'm really proud of because I was inspiring a lot of people. People were like, oh, I'm going to come with you. Um, so I would bring my mom with me. Oh, like, I love that. My friends, you know, and we were outside. So we felt a little safer being yeah. outside and it was warm out so that was like one of the highlights of my summer was just having this fitness journey and inspiring people like that yes. was more rewarding for me because it, it started a trend and then when the gyms finally opened up I started going to gyms and I would meet I met so many great people at the gym I meet so many friends really I love that <laughs> yeah. so much Yes. We, we love gym we, friends. We love gym friends. We'd be able to work out together. Yes. Like, so I would join that, that workout was, group. Come on. I totally would. <laughs> so I would definitely. Yeah. That was like, that was a highlight of my summer. Just being able to work out and meet people and inspire people who want to be the best version of themselves physically and mentally, because working out is definitely to me more mental than physical. And I love that you found like ways to cope and you created like healthy habits and like good habits that you're, you know, continuing to take with you. Um, I'm curious though, just jumping back, cause I've tried and I always kind of try. How did you get yourself to like run? Like, cause I run and then oh, mm -hmm. I'll like fall off of it. And then I try to do it again. And then I like die. So I just like, I, you were doing it six days a week. You were inspiring all these people. So what are some of your tips for people who like not only running, but like want to get into those healthy habits, um, you know, to help their mental state? So what I would do is first create a playlist of music that motivates you. That was one thing that really helped me get through my runs is getting really great music that will just push you. Even a podcast. I like ah. to listen to podcasts sometimes. <laughs> a little plug in back to basics, you know? Yeah, you know, so just listen. things like that, <laughs> you know, motivational speakers. And I would run to that. So there's different apps for like motivation. So there's one called Dwell. It's more like a spiritual one, but it's also like holistic. Okay. So um, Dwell, D-W-E-L-L. -L. Another one is... um light source that's like for sermons and things like that okay um also if you're into the zodiac co-star is a great app for just yeah. letting you know have you heard of that one yep i get yeah, the notifications so, so yeah definitely those are the tips i would give yeah motivational apps podcasts music Honestly, that's such a good tip too, because I do find like the times that I was at the gym, if I put on like a show I was watching or something that just totally distracted me and took my head out of it. Cause so many times, like not just fitness, I'm sure, but so many times, like we get in our heads about mm -hmm. everything and it's Ooh. sometimes you need to pull yourself out of your head. Like whether it's fitness, whether it's the career, the pandemic, like I have definitely, I, I'm an overthinker. I'm a chronic overthinker. So I am always in my head. It's so hard. It's terrible. I, I hate yeah, it. It's so bad. And <laughs> yeah. I always overthink, and I'm curious what you think about this, but I always overthink things on social media. I'm always like, should I post this? Should I not post this? Oh, so-and-so didn't look at my story or they liked it or they did. I am always like social media. I love it. I hate it. What do you think? Do you ever feel that pressure about social media? Have you in the past? Like, what are your thoughts on that? There are times, yes, but I also feel like you only feel that way when you're worried about who's going to see it, Ooh. you know? You get what I'm saying? If you're yeah. thinking like that, you're thinking, who who is my audience? Mm. So if you start thinking about yourself, you're like being authentic, being Danielle, right? Yeah. 
who is Danielle? Show us, show us who you are. And then being unapologetic about it, that helps. Like, I just yeah. literally stop trying to conform to whatever the media wants us to be because one day they want us to look a certain way, the next minute they don't. Like, once you're just authentically you, people will gravitate gravitate towards you. I love more that. Because it's saturated with this ideal Instagram, yes. you know, model. And it's like, do you not get tired of seeing that all the time? Why don't you be yourself? Like, you don't have to always have a filter. You don't always have to look amazing. Like, be yourself. Show them that you're working out. Show them the, the insecurities. People, to me, appreciate that more. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's such good. Like, that's such yeah. a good way to look at it. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost kind of like a um, don't give a fuck mindset where it's like, yeah. I'm going to post this. I don't care. And like, it's something I've been working on a lot. Like 2021, one of my goals is like not to care as much like in a, you know, not in like a general way, like I'm care about people, but like just not to care yeah, about that kind me. of stuff. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, what? I, I agree. Cause I, I go through the same mental, like even yeah. last night I was overthinking and I'm like, I need to go to bed. And so I just like literally turned off all the lights and I was like, go to bed. What's your sign? Cancer. I'm a cancer too. It's why we are how we are and how we connect, okay, Keisha? Like, we're, we're emotional cancers. It's It drives so much of who I am, and I never thought it did. But now I'm like, now that I'm, like, reading more about my sign, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that's me. Yeah, literally, we overthink things. We always double, triple, quadruple check things. Like, we're yes. just always so anxious about things. And I just, I'm trying, I'm literally trying my best. But I've learned to control it a little bit better than I used to yeah so that's I'm my advice that. to you yeah I just be like because there's always gonna have haters like I rather have haters hate me for being myself than haters hate me for like trying to be something I'm not you know love that oh that was like a quote that was that was a motivational moment right there. <laughs> period period <laughs> drop the mic literal figurative mic, whatever. Keisha, yeah. what inspires you? I know we're talking a lot about motivation. You're giving me motivation. You're giving listeners motivation. Oh. What inspires you? What drives you? A lot of things drive me, but I will say um, passion for being bigger than myself. Mm. Like knowing that I'm a part of, I'm one part of an influence to the world, you know? And you have to think about what role you play. So my passion is just living with purpose. Mm. And I try to do everything in my life to inspire and to create a life for myself that I haven't even seen yet you know how it's like you haven't been exposed to something yet but yeah. you know that you're in your soul you can feel that you're destined for something greater so that's why I'm always doing so many different things because I know that when I do something somehow someone's impacted or it just the, the universe has a way of working things out it does. And it's, it's mind-blowing sometimes I'm like wow how that happened just like the story about meeting them in the yes moment. like yeah, the way that your radio career started was literally just like the universe brought you there, brought it like, and I agree. It's just like things happen for a reason. I'm a big believer in that. And I am a big believer in karma. Like what goes around comes around. What you put out there comes back to you. I love the whole idea of like living with purpose. Have you always been like that? Or is it something that like you kind of have grown into? I've always been like that, but I didn't know that I was always like that. Because I've always been, like, I'm a family, I have an older brother and a younger sister. I was always uh, known to be different because I would just always go against the norm and just be extra. I was always into extracurricular activities in high school, in college. I would just dibble-dabble with so many different things. Like, Keisha, calm down. You're doing too much. I'm like, no, I got to keep moving. And I was just like this firecracker. 
And I didn't realize why I was a firecracker. I guess it was just something that was in me. Yeah. Um, and then as I got older, I was like, why am I doing this? And I, I remember when I was in college, people used to ask me what, what motivates you. And I used to say my younger sister because I never had a big sister. I had a big brother. And so whenever he would like have girlfriends or anyone like older cousins in my family, I'd I'd treat them like a big sister and I would follow them and like, you know, and so I wanted to be the role model for her that I never had as a big sister. And so that was my inspiration growing up. um, Well, when she was born. Um, And then after that, I realized that like, not only do I want to inspire her, but I realized I want to impact young women because there's not enough. Yeah. Especially because I'm a woman of color. It's even harder. So it's just, I've always wanted to be able to break the norms, trailblaze, inspire people. You know, being a flight attendant, I love seeing kids on my flight because I'm, I'm, I'm always like, oh my god, it's like, you know, I, I wish I would have seen that. Actually, that's kind of how I became a flight attendant when I was really? 16. I was 16 and I, I flew on a plane and the plane was empty and the flight attendants were so sweet. They brought me to the cockpit and I was like, I want to do this. Talk about <laughs> like you were 16 and you were like, I'm going to do this. And like, here you are. Like, that's, that's also just like an incredible thing. Cause not many people like when they're younger can say, I'm going to do this thing or even in college, right? Like we all are like 18 years old picking what we're going to do for the rest of our lives. And a lot of the times you're either not going to do it or you're going to change your mind, which is fine. But how many people can say like, this was my plan. This was what I wanted to do. And you're doing it. Honestly, that makes you a role model. I mean, for many reasons, but it makes you a role model because you like, you're like, anything is possible. You know, like I can do what I set out to do. And so can you. I, I literally sometimes I just, I'm like, wow, why am I beating myself up again? I know. Like I do this like every single day. I like decompress and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I? <laughs> I do it too. Why am I always. always critiquing myself? And you know, you know what it is? I feel like I should never settle for anything like no mm. matter like oprah never stopped working oprah oprah True. she could have stopped beyonce could have stopped like yep. literally and they never did and never will i think that's kind of where maybe it's also our cancer but we have that like drive that hustle like to keep going and i'm like you like sometimes i'm like oh, i should be doing more like i need to be doing more but i think also looking back and seeing like how far you've come is so important to your journey and like to being a role model, you know, like you get to say like, Hey, like I got to do this and you're inspiring others to do it too. Whether they do want to be a flight attendant or if they want to, you know, be in media, if they want to like go running, like I'm going to use your thing and try to put on motivational stuff to go running. So I mean, I think it's so important to remember that. Like that's such an important lesson for all of us because I don't do it enough. Mm-hmm. I don't go, oh, wow, yeah. look how far I've come. I've always like, yeah. oh my God, where should I be going next? I'm the same. And I'm glad I've had this conversation with you because you just reminded me of how far I've come. Like I don't always Good. share my story with people. Yes. So I was just like, wow, I really have done a lot. You and this have. is just like re-inspiring, reigniting that fire in me that I, I know I have. You Good. know, We're getting back so to the basics you. of you. Oh, thank you. Uh, before we go, because we do like to get a little basic over here, what are some <laughs> of your like pop culture obsessions? What are things that you love? What are you listening to? What are you watching? With pop culture, like right as of right now, I've been watching a lot of uh, multiple series on Netflix and and like on like on CBS is that show All Rise. Okay. And another show, The Equalizer, which I don't know if you watched the movie. Yes. But yeah, that new um, show with Queen Latifah. I was going to say Queen Latifah. So right? I actually, yeah. so actually uh, funny story, I also <laughs> used to act when I was younger. Did you really? So I, I did. I really, 
just a little bit. Nothing crazy, like a few commercials and little here and there. Um, but I actually am going to be in a new episode of The Equalizer. I can't tell you much, but just know you'll see my face. <laughs> Stop. Are you serious? Oh my God, this, I'm this is a serious. basic. This is a basic exclusive. This is a base back to basic exclusive. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, so you'll see me on there. Yeah, I'll let you know when the episode drops. Yes, please do. And I don't, and I don't know how long the snippet will be because I'm not sure what they're going to edit. But you'll see my face, and I'll definitely share it with you. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, yeah, you really so I, do have your hands yeah. in like everything, and I love I'm it. I'm telling you, but honestly, I don't really have anything that I'm passionate about in television okay. shows right now, only because all of my shows have not come back they come back in the fall and because of quarantine like they've been pushed back yep so I'm just like waiting like I like for example Bridgerton I've been like uh, okay. waiting like uh so yes. for some reason I'm getting into like this new like era of like the royal like uh okay what era would you say like a colonial era yeah kind of shows like the crown and Bridgerton oh and, yes okay you know those kind of shows and then like with the whole recent interview with Megan and Oprah and all that oh yeah it's like mm-hmm. even making me compare that so I guess you can say I'm a little fascinated with that but for the most part I've just been like just watching what I can just because yeah. I don't want to get too distracted because mm. I used to like binge like all these different shows yeah I feel like I've I feel like all of us have done that during quarantine. We've yeah. been everything, hundreds, of everything. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like there's nothing super intriguing right now for me to be like, I need to watch this right now because it's like we've done that. I've literally all last year I just watched. So yeah. Much. Uh, mm-hmm. what I'm getting from that too is like you're very like you're ready for you're ready to go like you're ready to like do things and I think that so many of us can relate to that because we have all reached a point where it's we're done like we're just done we want to do we miss people we miss things and so I love that like just quick question are you gonna like is acting something that you think that you're gonna continue to do or was this like a one-off because that's so cool so, that's actually probably my very first passion and I always wanted to, and my family was like, you're so dramatic, Keisha. They would always just, I was always very, very extra. And I probably am still a little extra now, but I'm definitely toned down. But like, I feel just, that. Um, and so they would um, say, you're going to be a great actress one day. And so my mom, you know, tried to get me into a few little things growing up, but nothing really stuck in terms of, I guess, you know, when you're from the islands or if you're, a, a, you know, foreigner to this country you're like no this is the american dream you're going to mm. go to school you're going to you know get an education okay. all these different things. and so even though i did a little bit growing up school education my mom's a teacher so education yeah. was like number one big number one uh, yep yeah and so that's why uh i guess i never really pursued it that far that's so funny like we're so similar because i am also like a little dramatic about things like that I shouldn't be dramatic about. And I've always been that way. Um, but, and also education has been stressed in my family forever. Like my mom, my dad was a principal. Like my mom, you know, oh, yeah. is an accountant, was one of the first like women at her college. Like, so mm-hmm. yeah, it was like an all, you know, back in the day, all men's schools kind of thing. But um, so education has always been stressed, but I love that like you can still get an education and still like follow your passions and still do different things. And I think that your story really speaks to not having to put yourself in a box, like not having to say, I graduated with this degree. That's all I can do ever. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are not looking for just what's on paper. Like they want to see what you're interested in. Because if you're just a blank canvas with a piece of paper, you have nothing to like, you don't have any character. Yeah. And that's not fun. We want to be characters. Come on. 
<laughs> uh, Keisha, before we go, what does mm-hmm. basic mean to you? Oh, that's a good question. Hold on. Oh, it, I know everyone's always, everyone always has different ways to answer it too. So there's no wrong way to go about it. Um, okay. But obviously it was the whole point of like why I came up with the name. Cause I'm like, oh, like everyone always called me a little basic, but like, let's get back to like what that means. You know what I mean? And it means mm-hmm. something different for everybody. Like, and it doesn't have to be like, you know, a normal answer. Like it doesn't have to be like, oh, like it means like Starbucks. Like, even though I'm drinking a Starbucks, but um, Starbucks is not basic. That's bougie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I might leave this in because that was the first time anyone (laughs) has not said that Starbucks was basic and I love it. And I'm going to go out of it. Starbucks is not basic at all. Like if you like Starbucks, you're not basic. Starbucks is like $5 a cup. I know. God, this was like $6. I was like, yeah, minimum five. Yes. She told me $6 and I was like, uh, for what i'm still gonna pay it but for what here take my money take uh, yeah my i was coins. like just i don't even want to see it just scan my app give me my stars i don't even want to see <laughs> right what doing. i look forward to the stars every time i'm like do i have enough to get a, a free drink yes I'll yes all the time or like a free pastry like take my stars oh, yeah. I, this is why i come for the free cake pop for the free um so does yes. it have to be starbucks then because starbucks is not basic to you what does it mean to you no okay i wouldn't really specify to a brand but i think mm-hmm. that being basic is Someone who does not feel the need to elevate. Someone who is closed-minded. Mm, you know, okay. people, I can use an example in terms of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, you can say someone who's been in their same community, never left their hometown, have hasn't explored and okay. been to the world. Because I feel like when you're in that box, you limit yourself not only to career opportunities, but to being socially aware of what's going on in the world. Mm, you know? Interesting. So okay. to me, like that, I think basic as a mindset, someone who hasn't been exposed, just the way the world is changing. Yeah. You know, it's we're true. not that old and look how far it's, we grew up on what, uh, CDs. Yep. Or even, even cassettes. Even we were cassettes. Yeah. Cassettes, yeah. you know, VCRs and DVDs. And now yeah. we have Bluetooth, everything, everything. We have like electric our phones. Cars. Yeah. That like literally you drive know? themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like when you are in this box and you think this is the way things should be. Mm. And granted, there's a difference between tradition and change and, and tradition and um and exposure because tradition mm. you can keep the same values, but if you're not exposed to certain no, like new norms, your tradition may not may not be tolerable to the new world. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like you're saying more like you're not, um, what's the word? Like, like amenable to what's going on. Like you're not like open to the world that's around you as much. Right. Yeah. And with that, I feel like traditions die like that way because you're not, they're not willing to conform. Mm. So when you have that mindset, you're literally like shrinking yourself. You're preventing yourself from growing and expanding and just having that glow up. I love how you went with that answer. I love that because I mean, like you're not even saying like, oh, she's so basic because she like loves that. You're saying like, I'm thinking basic in like a different sense. Like you're not thinking of it in the ways that we think of it culturally, I guess. Like, oh, she's such Mm -hmm. a basic bitch. You're thinking of it broader Mm -hmm. terms, like broader terms of someone who doesn't want to experience new things. 
and someone who isn't open to new things, but they can still love what they love. They're just not open. And I, I think that's so interesting that you went that way. And like, not many people think of it in that way because, you know, like we all think of like, it's it's in the cultural zeitgeist, right? Like we're all, oh, she's such base. She's a basic bitch. Like, all right, yeah. so I'm a basic bitch, but that doesn't mean that I can't be open to things. Like you should be open to, I love that. That was exactly. I'd rather someone expose someone and say, you know what? You should probably do this instead of being like, oh, she's basic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I don't think some people think being basic is like not being able to wear designer or like have sense of style or buying things on sale. I love things on sale. First of all, Hello. Sales yes. are the best. I har- I don't like to pay full price for anything. I love that. Honestly, seriously, so, I love it so much. Cause you're like, I, like, it's so funny. Cause there's so many like characteristics of what people think is basic. And you're basically saying, no, that doesn't make you basic. What makes you basic in the bad sense is not wanting more for yourself i that's love it. that it's so different that's it such a good me. answer keisha thank you so much you're awesome let's definitely do this again and <laughs> we'll just you. like shoot the shit about whatever we'll pick a fun topic and we'll just like go off i would yeah. love that just uh, yeah. before you go tell us mm-hmm. where we can like find you follow you anything oh yeah okay so you guys can follow me on instagram at keisha rose k-e-i-s-h-a and rose like a flower you can also follow my other two pages. I also am a makeup artist. I've been doing makeup for 10 years. You can follow that on Instagram at Kiss at Keisha. And I'm coming out with a new skincare line. I've been traveling the world and my skin has been fluctuating. And so with my seven years of flight experience, I realized that I need to find a formula that works for skin at different altitudes and different temperatures. So you can follow that on Instagram at Brulee Skin, Brulee like Brulee. So Brulee Skin, and it's coming soon. Oh my God, you just gave me like 15 other things that I need to talk to you about. So you have to come on. I'm obsessed with skincare. So we will have to talk about this. I cannot wait. Keisha, you are going to take over the damn world. I swear. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thank hope you will come back on so we can like chat. Oh, yeah, for sure. We can definitely talk about it because I have been working on this formula for like four years. Oh, my God. And then I'm like, so with, and then with the mask, it's like I had to like figure out it was, it's, ooh, child, that mask me. Yeah, it's awful. Especially when you involve flying. Like, it's another ball game. So, I'm creating all these different products for people who like, not just for traveling, but it's really geared towards all skin types because it targets multiple different issues that yeah. are associated with different temperatures and altitudes. So oh my God. This is so that's cool. A whole nother, that's another back that. to basic episode. We will, we will get back a to basic about episode. that. Keisha, thank you so, so much. You're the best. That was my interview with Keisha Rose. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Please give her a follow. Give us a follow at Back to Basic Podcast. Go rate, review, subscribe, do all of the fun things. Let me know who you want me to get back to basic with, what you want me to get back to basic about, and give me some tips on how to get the hell out of my own way and let myself make a mistake. You know. And on that note, I'll see you on Wednesdays because on Wednesdays, we podcast.